Hi, this is Chris. And on today's adventure in Odyssey, we're going Sorry to... Sorry to interrupt, Chris. Uh, what's wrong, Dave? I was just wondering if uh, you were still driving that blue, formerly in mint condition, Dotson. Formerly in mint condition? Well, you know, I think once the taillight's broken, it couldn't really be called mint anymore. Maybe off mint. What? My taillight is broken? Yeah, I think it broke when the rear right fender bent left. You're kidding me. What would have made my rear right fender bend left? Uh, probably the telephone pole you parked next to. See, when your car hit the telephone pole, the uh, telephone pole pushed your rear right fender to the left and broke your taillight. <clears throat> Dave, why did my car hit a telephone pole? Well, <clears throat> do you remember that uh, red formerly in mint condition Dodge I was driving? Dave, you should be thankful for today's adventure in Odyssey. Really? How come? It's about mercy. simple definition of mercy is letting somebody off the hook when they don't really deserve it. And we're going to discover what can happen when someone who receives mercy doesn't pass it on in today's Journey to Odyssey. And we'll get started right after this. Does this mean you're going to let me off the hook for hitting your car, Chris? <laughs> Just roll the commercial, Dave. If you're like me, you've already figured out that you were born to make a difference. Hardwired to change the world. Problem is, it's not always easy to know where to start. I mean, you've got this big dream, but it's a little blurry. Out of focus, you know? Maybe you should check out the Focus Institute. The Institute has helped me, in a very real sense, define my calling. Imagine spending a semester in a classroom with other students who care about the same stuff you do. But everything you're learning is completely relevant to your life and the relationships you're forming. I really have been surprised that we all have the deep common goal of Christ. And so I've made friends that I will keep for a lifetime here. The Focus on the Family Institute, a world-class education and a life-changing experience. It may be just what you need to give your dreams focus and to jumpstart your world-changing plans. You can find more information and download the student application form at focusinstitute.org. That's focusinstitute.org. You've probably heard people say that apples are good for you. And they are. Unless you steal them, then they can lead to big trouble. And that's what Rodney Rathbone is in the process of finding out. Yep, there he is now, taking an unexpected ride in the back of a police car. What in the world is all the ruckus? Officer O'Ryan, what is going on out here? Hello there, Tom. Sorry to bother you, but will you know how you called me up a few days ago about somebody tearing up your apple trees? Yeah. Well, I was just riding past and caught Rodney Rathbone scurrying around your branches like a squirrel in the winter. Now, I hate to be a snitch, but he broke your fence, too. Stealing my apple, eh? And for that, you needed your siren? You just about scared the wits out of me. Oh, well, actually, I did that because Rodney wanted to hear what it sounded like. Rather dramatic, don't you think? Sure was. You actually saw Rodney taking the apple. 
Well, I wouldn't have made such a fuss if I didn't. Where is he? He's in the car. Do you want to talk to him? Yeah. Come on out of there, Rodney. Mr. Riley here wants to talk to you. I'm a victim of circumstance, Mr. Riley. Honest. I wasn't doing what it looked like I was doing. What are you talking about, Rodney? Well, taking your apples and breaking your fence. I mean, it looked like that's what I was doing, but it was an accident. Which was an accident? Taking my apples or breaking my fence? Both. Oh, I see. You accidentally broke the fence while you were climbing over to accidentally steal my apples. Yeah. Well, that's pretty interesting. I knew a person could accidentally break something, but I didn't know a person could accidentally steal something. Oh, please, Mr. Riley, don't have me arrested. My parents would put me on restriction for the rest of my life. Well, I don't know anything about anybody getting arrested. But you have to understand a couple of things, Rodney. There is a principle involved here. Oh, no. Every time adults talk about principles, I know I'm in trouble. Well, that depends on what you've done. Now, take these apples, for instance. You already tried to. I mean, figuratively speaking. See, those apples aren't ready to be eaten. They're so green that if you ate them now, you'd get an upset stomach. That's one reason why I have a sign out there saying not to trespass. It's not that I don't want to share my apples. I just want to be able to share them when they're ready. Right. But there's something even more important than that. You just can't up and take what doesn't belong to you. It's not your right. You have to respect other people's property. I understand. Do you? Yes, sir, I do. Do you want to press charges, Tom? No. No, I don't think so. Do you want him to make restitution? Oh, no. Not that. Anything but that. Rodney, Anything Rodney, but... Rodney, just calm down now. Do you know what making restitution is? Uh, no, but it sounds terrible. Making restitution means to pay someone back. Oh. So do you want him to pay you for the apples or for fixing the fence? I figure he owes you oh, at least uh, $30 for the mess. 30 bucks? I don't have 30 bucks. You don't, huh? Well, that's something for you to think about before you do it again. Well, forget about it. We'll just let it go this time. Oh, thanks, Mr. Riley. I'll never do this again. I promise. And I won't ever forget this either. All right. But see that you don't, Rodney. Hi, Whit. Hello, Connie. Hi, Tom. Hi, Tom. Must be a slow day. Oh, what makes you say that? Well, for one thing, there's hardly anybody in here except Peter Holt over there reading. For another thing, I can't remember the last time I saw you hidden back here in the kitchen playing checkers in the middle of the day. <laughs> in fact, I don't think I could imagine Connie playing checkers at all. I would have thought the checker playing was beneath a worldwide sophisticated lady such as yourself, Connie. Thank you for noticing. It is. Whit conned me into playing. I did not. I asked you to play, and you said that playing checkers was very, very, uh, what was the word you used? Hick. That's right. You said it was a very hick game to play, and all I said was... That I was a snob and a coward for not playing. I didn't call you a snob or a coward. Well, whatever words you used, that's what you meant. So, I'm going to show him that not only can I play, but I can beat him, too. <laughs> you can try. <laughs> ha! Gotcha. What? How did you do that? Where did... Oh, I set 
set you up. It's all part of my plan. Well, if your plan is to lose, you're doing a pretty good job. Well, it's not over till it's over, Mr. Whitaker. You're absolutely right. Oh, oh, Tom, I heard on the police band about the excitement out at your place this morning. Excitement? Oh, 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 that way. <laughs> That's really nothing. Uh, Officer O'Ryan caught Rodney Rathbone going for some of my apples. That boy is going to get himself in some real trouble one of these days. That's right. Today he'll swipe a few apples. Tomorrow, whole trees. Crown me. What? No fair. You can't do that. <laughs> sure I can. I just did. Yeah, that Rodney sure is a rambunctious one, all right. There. Kiss that piece goodbye. Oh, don't get cocky. I'm just leading you into a sense of false security, that's all. Oh, that's a customer. Oh, sit still, Whit. I'll see who it is. Well... Speaking of Mr. Dickens himself. Who? It's Rodney. Uh, does he want some ice cream? No. He's walking over to Peter Holt. Hmm. Well, I didn't know he was friends with Peter Holt. Checkmate! That's chess, Connie. Hi, Peter. I've been looking all over for you. Oh, hi there, Rodney. I've been right here reading this book, see? Yeah, I see. Have you got the money you owe me? Oh, well, uh... Not quite yet. See, I haven't got my allowance yet this week. As soon as I get my allowance, I'll give you the two dollars. I promise. I told you that I wanted it today. I know. I thought I'd have it. Honest. I'm not making excuses. My dad hasn't given me my allowance. As soon as he does, you'll get all of it. You better, or you're going to be in some big trouble. I want my money today. I'll give you to this afternoon. Got it? Yeah, right. See you later, Rodney. Boy, that's the last time I ever borrow money from him. So what are you going to do, Peter? Well, I don't know. My dad's away for this weekend. I won't get the rest of my allowance till Monday. Why don't you ask your mom? I can't do that. She'll kill me for borrowing the money in the first place. That's what I'd get for using my lunch money to buy comic books. I'd lend you the money if I had it. You know I would. I know. Thanks anyway. Psst. Peter. Peter. Over here. In the alley. Rodney? Oh, boy. Come here. But... Now! Not you, Jimmy. I want to talk to Peter alone. He's my friend. Where he goes, I go. You're looking for trouble. I'm not afraid of you. Jimmy, don't worry about it. Just wait here, okay? But, Peter... It's okay. I'm sure that Rodney will understand, being the friendly kind of fellow that he is. Wait here. All right. Signal me if you need help. Would a high-pitched scream do? Come on, Peter. This will only take a second. I know what you want, Rodney, and... Well, I have a dollar to give you. Only a dollar? See, my dad only gave me half of my allowance because I didn't have time to clean my room. I'll have to give you the other dollar later. What did I tell you? I said I wanted it today. Don't push me. I said I... What am I going to have to do, huh? Please, stop pushing me. I'll get it for you. You Ow. better get it, or I'll do more than push you. I, I want that money. I'll get it. I promise. Ow. Ow. I'll be looking for you. <laughs> Maybe you'll find that dollar in that trash somewhere. Are you okay? Oh, Peter.
Hello, David. Hi, Tom. Good afternoon, Miss King. Hello, Mr. Riley. Hi, Jimmy. Peter. Hi, Mr. Riley. Wait a minute. Hold on. Jimmy, wait a second. Yes, sir? Are you boys all right? I'm fine, thanks. Peter, you look like you got hit by a garbage truck. This one can, but... Yeah, I'm okay. See? Everything's all right. Talk to you later, Mr. Riley. Oh, now. Oh, not so fast. What were you doing getting hit by a trash can? Uh, almost a tripped. Right, Jimmy? Uh... Tripped? Yeah. You tripped into a trash can? Yeah. Peter, now look me in the eyes. You didn't trip into a trash can, did you? Uh... Well, what happened? Did somebody push you? Well... Come on, tell me the truth. Have you boys been fighting? No, not us. Peter got pushed around. Who did it? Who pushed you around? I can't tell. I'll get in trouble. You won't get in any trouble now. Who was it? I can't tell you. You can't, but I can. It was Rodney Rathbone. Rodney Rathbone, huh? Is that who it was, Peter? He got mad because I owe him a dollar. He pushed you around because of one dollar? Yeah. I'm going to give it to him as soon as my dad gives me the rest of my allowance. Honest. But Rodney doesn't like to wait. Oh, I can see that. Hmm. I don't think I like this. I know I don't like it. Let's get you cleaned up a little, Peter. You go on home. And don't you boys worry about Rodney anymore. But what about the dollar? Well, you pay him back just as soon as you can. But don't worry about him pushing you around anymore. I don't think he'll have the energy when I'm through with him. But first, I have to call his father. We'll be back with our adventure in Odyssey right after this. If you're looking for something fun to do, you'll find it at witsend.org. You'll get the latest Odyssey news, scoops, and reviews. Just about everything you need to know about Adventures in Odyssey is on witsend.org. Log on today. Excuse me, are you Larry Johnson of 534 Jasper Court? Yes. I'm supposed to tell you this. <clears throat> yes, light green, Santa Fe, and creamed corn. Really? Corn? What if the answers to your toughest questions came and found you? Are you Larry Johnson of 534 Jasper Court? Why, yes, I am. I'm supposed to tell you the following. If only you could be this prepared. With a complimentary membership from Focus on Your Child, you'll get timely parenting advice customized for your family from a faith-based perspective. And many answers to your toughest questions as a parent come directly to your mailbox, email inbox, and web browser before you even ask them. Excuse me, are you Larry Johnson of... Yeah, 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 what you got for me today? Well, I'm supposed to tell you that when your baby cries, baby. she may be telling you that she's hungry, baby. cold, or just needs to be changed. Honey, parenting's a trip. Enjoy the journey with Focus on Your Child, a service of Focus on the Family. For details, visit FocusOnYourChild.com. That's FocusOnYourChild.com. And now, the conclusion of today's Adventure and Odyssey. Hello. Why? 
It's Officer Orion. Oh, what a pleasant surprise. Maybe not, sir. I'm here for your son, Rodney. You are? Uh, well, okay. Let me call him. Rodney! Yo, Rodney! Yeah, Dad. Uh, what do you want? Uh, hi, Officer Orion. Are you Rodney Rathbone of 4242 Sycamore Lane? Uh, yeah. Then you're going to have to come with me. I am? Yes, you are. Dad? Yeah, you better go with him, son. He's the law. But what'd I do? Am, am I under arrest? Come along now. Everything will be explained in time. Dad? There's nothing I can do, son. You know the long arm of the law and all that stuff. Now go on down to the car. I think you know where you're supposed to sit. But... I didn't do anything wrong. Everybody <laughs> Thanks for your cooperation, Bill. It's my pleasure. After everything Tom Riley told me, I think this will be a good lesson for the kid. Just don't scare him too much. Oof, not at all, sir. I don't think your son scares easily. See you in a little while. Are you ready, Rodney? But I didn't do anything wrong. I've been good. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Really? Where are we going? Are you taking me to the police station? You certainly ask a lot of questions. Pick one and maybe I'll answer it. Where are we going? To make restitution. What? Here? You brought me back here again? You're quite observant. Have you ever thought of being a police officer? But why did you bring me back here? Hi, Rodney. Hi, Mr. Riley. Come on out. We have to settle accounts. We do? Yep. The way I estimate it, you owe me the cost of the labor of picking up the apples under the tree that you dropped down. And let me see now. There's the cost of the materials and labor for fixing the fence. So I think the total comes to about $27.42. What? Give or take a penny. But, but, but I don't have that kind of money. You don't? No! He doesn't have that kind of money, Officer Orion. What do you think we should do? Hmm, threaten him a little, maybe? Well, we can think of something better than that. Push him into some trash cans? Oh, that wouldn't be very nice. Well, maybe he could do the work in trade. That is a nifty idea. Rather than pay me the money, I'll let you pick up all the apples under the tree you were climbing around in. And, uh, you can fix that fence you broke. But, but you, you said I didn't have to. Well, I guess I was wrong. See, I thought that you'd learn something when I let you go. Now I realize the only way you're going to learn is by having to make restitution. I don't get it. You will. But... It's not fair. I think I'm being as fair with you as you were with Peter Holt. P Peter Holt? Oh, yes, you remember him. He's a wee fella. Smells like garbage. Let's go. You have work to do. Wait, my dad'll pay you. Let me call him. I already called him. He seems to think this is a good lesson for you. Come on, hammer and nails and wood are by the fence. If you hurry up, might be finished by sundown. Maybe. Sundown? Oh, I told you, every time an adult talks about principles, I get in trouble.
Got you on the run now. Dream on, little girl, dream on. Double jump. Wait a minute. How did you do that? What's the matter? Am I going too fast for you? That's all right. I needed to sacrifice those two pieces in order to... Oh, yes. Move this one over here. There. Crown hold me. On, hold on now. Hold on. How did that piece get there? What's the matter? Am I moving too fast for you? <laughs> well, look at this. I saw the light in the window and couldn't believe you two would still have the shop open. Oh, careful, Tom. We we just mopped the floors. Oh, right. Yeah, since we finished all the cleaning up, we thought we'd get back to our game of checkers. Are you still playing the same game? No. We're playing the best three out of four. Or is this the best four out of five? I think we're at six out of seven. Uh, not for long. Bingo! I got your last piece cornered. Don't be so sure. Let me look at this. Oh, that was an awful easy move, Connie. Are you sure you're not getting tired? Me? Tired? Forget it, Whit. I'm not quitting. Well, in that case, I think I'll need some coffee while you unsuccessfully try to win this game. Ha. Uh, if I can get across this floor. It's still wet. Say, Tom, I uh, heard you gave Rodney Rathbun a pretty hard workout early today. Well, now, where'd you hear that? On your police band? No, I saw Bart Rathbone at the grocer's. Uh... He was picking up some ointment for his son's blisters. Tom, you weren't by any chance thinking of Matthew 18 when you made Rodney fix your fence, were you? Well, I might have. Didn't think anyone had noticed, though. Wait, wait. Time out. Matthew 18? You mean to tell me there's some Bible verse behind all this? Well, could be. You have to look it up to see for yourself. All I know is that Rodney wronged me by trying to steal my apples and breaking my fence. I forgave him, and rather than make him work or pay me back, I let him off the hook. That's more than I would have done. Maybe, but I don't think Rodney was impressed. He went out and pushed Peter around for not paying him what he was owed, when he could have been a little more patient and forgiving. Got the connection? I showed mercy to Rodney. Rodney could have shown a little more mercy to Peter. Any similarity between that and Matthew 18 is purely intentional. Just as I figured. Ha! I did it! Not only did I get out of your trap, but I think I might just have this game wound up. That's impossible. Let me see what you've done. Careful, Whit. Don't forget the floor still. Slippery. Whit, are you all right? I think so, yes. (laughs) What happened to the checkers? You're sitting on them. Oh, I'm sorry about that. Looks like you'll have to make it the best seven games out of eight. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I guess I will. Oh, help me up. Here you go. Oh. Don't get up. I'll pour the coffee. <laughs> <laughs> While Wit and Connie get started on another game of checkers, I'll tell you about the parable in Matthew 18 that Wit and Tom referred to. There you'll find a story Jesus once told to his disciples. See, there once was a servant who owed his king lots and lots of money. One day, the king asked the servant to pay back everything he owed, but the servant couldn't. The king was going to throw him in jail, but the servant begged and pleaded for mercy. The king was so moved, he relented and told the servant he didn't have to pay the money back at all. Ever. Nice guy, huh? Later, the servant met up with the man who owed him just a few pennies. The servant asked him for it, but the man was poor and couldn't pay him. Sound familiar? Even though the man pleaded and begged, the servant had him thrown in jail. 
It wasn't long before the king heard about this and called the servant in to see him. The king said, I wiped out this enormous debt you owed me because you begged me to. Why didn't you have mercy on the man who owed you money? And because the servant was so unmerciful, the king had him thrown in jail until he could pay back all the money he owed. Through this story, Jesus was trying to teach his disciples and us the very important lesson that just as God has shown mercy to us by forgiving us, we have to be merciful and forgive each other. So the next time you find yourself holding a grudge against somebody, just remember the love and mercy God has shown you. That's it for today's adventure. You know, I'd love to get letters from you. If you have time to send a quick note, all you have to do is write to Odyssey, Colorado Springs, Colorado, 80995. In Canada, write to Box 9800, Vancouver, B.C., V6B4G3. And when you write, don't forget to ask about how you can get a copy of this broadcast. Just mention today's date in your card or letter. The address once again is Odyssey, Colorado Springs, Colorado, 80995. Adventures in Odyssey is a production of Focus On the Family. An act of mercy was written and directed by Paul McCusker. Dave Arnold was our car basher and production engineer. And Chuck Bolte, our executive producer. And I'm Chris, hoping you'll join us again next time for more Adventures in Odyssey.